Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This time, Roger and I watch Season 3, Episode 17, The Jolly Roger. As always, we'll start off with a synopsis. In the Enchanted Forest, without the Jolly Roger, Hook and Smee are now land pirates? But Hook is depressed and can't seem to return to his old ways. When Ariel finds Hook, thinking he is the captain of the Jolly Roger who took Eric, Hook has renewed purpose to take his ship back. When Blackbeard offers information about Eric in exchange for the Jolly Roger, Hook makes Blackbeard walk the plank. A disappointed Ariel, who had hoped Hook had truly changed, goes after Blackbeard to save Eric. In Storybrook, Ariel washes up on shore in search of Eric. She, too, has no memories of the past year. Snow and Charming enlist a reluctant Hook. When Ariel discovers that Eric is dead, Hook confesses that he did confesses what he did in the Enchanted Forest, which allows Ariel, who is actually Zelina, to curse his lips so that he can take away Emma's magic. I'm reluctant to ask Roger what he thinks about this episode because he looked bored before we even started recording. So, you know, it's interesting. I don't... Because I think you thought I was going to hate Hook in this episode. I don't actually hate Hook in this episode. I feel like I hate the message this episode tried to tell me. Okay. Say more, please. So... In the past, we're supposed to believe that Hook makes a terrible mistake. Fundamental disagreement for me. He made the absolute right choice in choosing his ship. Oh my god. He does not know this woman. One. So he has no loyalty to her. This is not some person that he knows. Two. Blackbeard is a pirate. A notorious, ruthless pirate. Do you know what pirates are willing to do? Lie. What information would you inherently get from him that you could trust? That. Right there. That's a big fat zero. Third, when he goes to kill Blackbeard, Ariel just saves him anyway and gets exactly what she wants and he still gets his ship. He made the right call. So, Roger's not a hero. No! Roger's a pirate. It's not even that. Like, we talked about this with Rumple. He made the right choice, quote unquote. And you know what he got for that? His son died anyway. Yeah, that happens a lot. If this is the right choice, then shouldn't there be a reward for this? Also, was Hook engaging in banditry? Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, I just, this this was not the big mistake I thought it was going to be. Like, you know when Snow says, I ruined Regina's life, and we're like, what could you have possibly done to ruin her life? And then we see it, and we're like, oh. Yeah, you were a kid, but you got Daniel killed. I was like, uh, this, Hook didn't kill Eric. It was just, he chose his ship over somebody else's love that he didn't even know. A hero always does the right thing. He's a... A hero always finds a third way. Remember that? He wants to be that person. Remember that when we get to the end of 4A and a so-called hero chooses not to find a third way. Okay. Yeah, just just pointing that out right now. Okay. Uh, Uh, Obviously you disagree. Well... I mean, yeah, I definitely disagree. I, I don't think that that is... I mean, I, you, you make a good point that, like, in the end, everyone got what they wanted, but it wasn't the right thing to do. And the most, more importantly, Hook doesn't think that it was the right thing to do. So you think he should have sacrificed his ship and hope that Blackbeard did the right thing? Well, I, I, th- I think that they should have made sure that they found Eric before he, they gave over the ship. But he what? That wasn't the terms of the deal. He could have made them the terms of the deal. How? Lead us to Eric, and you can keep the ship. 
But what if he just refuses? He's a pirate. <laughs> you can't make him. I, he's the only one with the info. No. Give me the ship right now. Fuck you. <laughs> That's, this is the point, right? You don't, you don't negotiate with terrorists for a reason. You can't trust them. Fair enough. And I believe, doesn't Hook say he's the most ruthless pirate to ever trade blades? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a man we should trust. We can talk about this when we get there, but the thing that I like least about this episode is the last scene of this episode. Well, it's really bad, but we can talk about it. It also didn't have to be that way. Nope, it didn't. (laughs) Um, So we had talked about this um, before with Hook, and we had mentioned, I I think you had said that, like, one of the things that you said that his revenge took from him was that, you know, he could have found someone else, and I kind of argued, I think this is who he always was. I think this episode kind of reaffirms that this is actually who Hook always is. But it's not, though. I think this... It's a little bit different, but it's the same. He goes back to... He doesn't whore himself out, which I think is actually good personal growth, like when he tells the wench to go away. But he still, instead of believing that he can find a way back, he just says, I'd rather go be a pirate again. Yes. But I think... I mean, obviously she turned out to be Zelina, and it was a whole thing anyway. I think the fact that in Storybrooke, he realizes how much he's been carrying around guilt about this. Yeah. And then that he, he confesses what he did. He didn't have to do that. Because as far as he knew, Eric was dead. Like, that's what he thought. He killed Blackbeard, and that choice means that Eric died. Mm-hmm. And that's... And now the Ariel that he thinks he encountered in Storybrooke also thinks that. Mm-hmm. Which... He didn't have to tell her what happened. Yeah, no, I think that's a good step forward. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't mind really what Hook choices in this decision. I just don't like the way that I'm supposed to feel about those choices because I think they just were wrong. Like, fair they, enough. I think they got it wrong. Um, also, I feel like Blackbeard was disappointing. Yeah, he's kind of got like a like a jolly pirate situation. Little Jack going Sparrow on. there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, I think maybe they were going a little too hard Jack Sparrow and a little less, like, really scary pirate. I'm expecting yeah. ruthless, cold-blooded, not a guy you kind of mess with, and I kind of got Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that that was probably an intentional choice, and I don't think it was the, a good one. Well, that's fine choice, but don't set it up where, like, Hook is terrified of him. Yeah. That didn't seem like a man that you were terrified. Unless maybe he's, like, a, like a Joker-type character where he's just sadistic. Yeah, we don't know enough about him. He needed to be, he just needed to be scary. Either be scary. Or give us more information. Or don't give us any information and we just meet him. Mm -hmm. Um, They also have Hook react very, I want to say violently, but like when Ariel says, I hear you're a hero, he flips out. Yeah, I think that he's, I think he's struggling because he doesn't feel like one. I couldn't tell if it was that or he didn't like the idea that that reputation was going around and people would think he'd gone soft. I think that... Uh, okay. Uh, I think that part of it is he's again he's alone again. And for some reason, which I, I think, which I think is fair, he doesn't feel any connection to these people. Like, he doesn't feel a con- like a strong connection to Mr. Smee or, like, the other people that he pirates with. Probably because he thinks that they're shallow bad people (laughs) which fair and he's currently acting that way himself um and i i think that he also is missing like obviously they've made this whole thing about emma but like he's missing that thing that he wanted before to not be alone he's alone 
He's alone out of his own choosing currently. He could have stayed with Charming and Snow. If this were about Hook finding found family, I would have found it interesting. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it is yet again a Captain Swan story. Yeah. Yep. And if that's the case, then why aren't you just simply looking for her way back? Yeah. That story would be interesting to me. There's also, although I will say, the acting by Colin O'Donoghue in this episode was fantastic. Sublime. Fantastic. The, the, like... Look on his face every time he's, like, attempting to lie. Like, every time he tells a lie, you can, like, see a piece of his soul disappearing. He looks like someone who is struggling with internal conflict. Yeah. And he is showing me that on his face. Yes. <laughs> he is emoting. I wish all of the characters in this show emoted as well. All right. Where should... Let's start in the Enchanted Forest. I... The only thing about the Enchanted Forest that I felt like was relevant was really Hook. We see Ariel briefly, but she's just to facilitate Hook's story. Smee's there to facilitate Hook's story. Blackbeard's there to facilitate Hook's story. That's the only thing I know about the Enchanted Forest. Yeah, no, that that feels that's that that seems right. I have a couple like specific points. Go. Um, you already mentioned he's so depressed that he doesn't even want a wench. So I actually I did not take that as depression. I took that as that's not the man I want to be anymore. Which I actually yeah. thought was a good step for him. He was like, yeah, they believe that I'm the man who wants to go sleep with a wench. But he's like, yep, tell him I had a good time. It's about his image. Which is why I kind of mm -hmm. said I thought the hero thing was about he wants people to think he's still the same old hook. Because he even had that conversation with someone where he said, I tried to, I think it's Emma. I tried to go back to the man that I was and I couldn't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what the wench was. He's like, I don't, I don't want these one night floozies. I actually want Emma. Which mm -hmm. is really what the story seems to be about. Um, although he's trying to convince himself. That if he finds, oh, the reason everything has been off is because I don't have the Jolly Roger. If I find the Jolly Roger, then everything will be fine. And when when he discovers that Blackbeard, that the dagger belongs to Blackbeard, the like evilly laugh that he puts out is so similar to that smile that Regina makes. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. The closed caption should have been laughs evilly. Yeah. Oh. Honestly, could, can't the Roger go between realms? No. You keep saying that. That was only because they trapped... They, one, because they had the Pegasus Sail, which doesn't exist anymore, and they burnt it. And two, because they trapped the the shadow in the sail. So he needs to go find himself. The ship himself. can't do it. It's just a ship. It's a normal ship. Unless he can find a shadow or... So he needs to go back to Neverland and get a shadow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure all of the shadows can leave. Why? I think it might only be Pan's shadow. Hmm. Oh, because Pan Shadow... Because the other shadows do. Uh, Rumble Shadow does. No, it doesn't leave. I think it just goes and hides in Neverland. It literally showed up in Storybrooke with his dagger. Oh, you're right. All right. I don't yeah. know. Bloodlines, man. Oh, that's right. I fair. don't know. Yeah. Um, I love how Ariel mentions how stupid walking is. <laughs> Yeah. We talk about that all the time with the people who poof, and she's like, this is so annoying. I can't believe you guys do this all the time. We haven't run into this yet, but the probably the only thing in this show that I've ever agreed with Zelina about is how annoying walking, driving, and turning <laughs> lights on. Yeah. It's just fucking dumb when it's you don't stupid. have to do that. Um, I, like, I like the fight that he has with Blackbeard, though I don't love this show's action scenes, admittedly. Like, this is not what the show... But this was, like, a fun, crafty way for Hook to I win. also don't think they spend enough time training the actors on, like, how to be good at that. It's not even that, like, <laughs> the, the fight isn't convincing. Is that, like, oftentimes the fights don't feel important. Mm. You know, like, a good fight has some stakes behind it. Like, yeah. the problem with, like, Zelina and Regina's fight was just... Who cared? Yeah. Um... 
I love when Hook gets really extra. Like, sometimes he's just, like, super extra. And when he slams the dagger into the table in front of Mr. Smee, I was like, extra Hook is here. And I like it. Yeah. I'm into that. A marauding cur has returned. Yes, a marauding cur has a, has returned. I also really liked when they get to Blackbeard's ship, the, like, bravado that Hook is putting on. And we've seen Hook do that all the time, but you can tell that he's acting when he's doing it. It's like he's puffing out his yeah. chest. And yeah. normally when he does it, he, like, actually is genuinely believing mm-hmm. that he's... But, he, he, like, the, 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 like, subtlety in Colin O'Donoghue's acting here is amazing. It's like when we, we talked about this with Rumpel, where he isn't being the Dark One. He's acting like how people expect yes, the Dark One exactly. to act. He is acting like how people expect Captain Hook to act. Um, you watched Arrow. There's a scene you know, in Arrow where uh, Stephen Amell, you know, who's Oliver Queen, is with... Or he, they're talking about, like, Superman. I'm sorry, I got distracted when I started thinking about Stephen Amell doing the salmon ladder. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Please start your sentence again. (laughs) So Ollie, fully clothed, is they're talking about Superman, and Ollie is standing there, and he's like this. And they're like, what are you doing? Are you puffing out your chest? He's like, no. But because they're all talking about Superman, he's like just naturally trying to flex and put his chest out because he's very intimidated by the fact that, you know, Superman is nice and broad. And he's like, this is hilarious that Oliver Queen... And he's like, no, I'm not. And then he like keeps doing it. It's really funny. Like the Thor and um, Star-Lord thing? Yes. <laughs> yes. But um, they were more ridiculous because Star-Lord and Thor are like... Like, when Jen watched that, she was like, well, yeah, but one of them's a grown man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stephen Amell is Like, also- when he tries to call him, like, he's, like, just, like, a not handsome guy. And they're all like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no one said you weren't handsome, but, like, he's definitely handsome. Um, That's called denial. Yeah. Um, last one for me in the Enchanted Forest. Um... When they drop the canvas and they're fighting and you can see the shadows, that's a like a cool scene from Peter Pan. Reminding of Men in Tights. Yeah, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a, that was a, I was going to bring that up. That's the second Robin Hood-like reference to me in this episode. So the, that was one, and then at the beginning when he's basically robbing, he yeah. looks like one of, it looks like Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised funny. you didn't recognize his voice. Uh, yeah, I am too, actually. Because you were like, is that Robin Hood? And I was like, no. Well, the behavior was not like Hook. <laughs> so I was like, that is that Robin Hood? I was like, that doesn't make sense here. Yeah. Him and his banditry. All right. Storybrooke. I think we have <laughs> we have an A plot, a B plot, and a C plot. This... I have the Charmings and Henry as like the C plot. Yep. I have Regina and Emma as the B plot. Yes. And then is Hook and yeah. Ariel the yeah. A plot? Yeah, that's the A plot. Yeah. Okay. Want to start with the C plot? Yeah. Actually, this was my favorite part of the episode. Well, actually, I guess the C plot can also include when Hook was with Henry at the beginning. I love how Henry's like, it's still cheating even if you don't get caught. Oh, the dice? Yeah. And then Hook tells him to practice, practice dice. I think what he's saying is practicing the sleight of hand of switching the loaded dice. (laughs) Um, So we go back to the charmings that I really enjoy. David and Emma trying to build a crib. Everyone has been there. <laughs> Fucking hell. Now you've got Prince Charming and the daughter of Snow White and Prince Charming, and they are just stumped. Like when David's like, I've seen battle plans less intricate than this. And they're just stumped. And Snow White, good job. She's like, can we just call Marco? And they both, no. <laughs> Absolutely 
Absolutely not. Just stubborn. I'm no. not lost. I know exactly where I'm at. I don't need to ask for directions. <laughs> that is Emma and David to a T. Uh, yeah, actually, Emma has some really good line delivery in mm-hmm. this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, when she like starts listing off all the like, we take part A and part B, and then using wrench F, which is not provided. Yeah, yeah. This this is a good use of the charmings in general. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the line right after that where she talks about Henry wanting to hang out with Hook instead was hilarious. Yes, that was also hilarious. But I want to step back for a second. Oh, wait. Okay, one. Henry's at the store? Henry went to the store alone? They let Henry go to the store alone. Why is that shocking to you? Uh, okay, one. Zelina is just, like, out there. Yeah. Two. Like, everyone in this town knows there's just, there's magic here. Like, everyone, like, knows Henry. And, like, he doesn't know that. Like, anything could happen while he's at the store. And they let him go to the store alone. Okay, let's talk about places Henry has already been. Boston, by himself. New York, with the Dark One. Neverland. Yeah, I think the store is probably, like, the least of the weirdest okay. places he's gone. And I understand, like, we're both in Tell Henry the Truth camp. Yeah. But I don't think that, like, random dude that works at the store should be the one that is telling Henry what's going on. Would Henry on. even buy it? <laughs> I mean, he'd, he'd probably think it was fucking weird. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> think him not letting him go to the store is probably more weird. I because guess. remember, like, she does this in New York all the time with him. Yeah. So... That's true. Not That's letting true. him go to the store. He, he would definitely be like, why? Yeah. Um, also, when Regina, when they talk about, like, Emma learning magic. Hmm. Um, and Emma says that she's, like, re- they ask her if she's ready for this. And Emma says, oh, I'm ready for this. And the look on Snow's face. I think Emma says that she's ready to commit to this. There it is. And the look on Snow's face was, like priceless she does not believe (laughs) for a second well emma can't commit yeah well and she's like definitely not committed to telling henry the truth and staying in storybrook and accepting her role as the savior i think i just said emma can't commit you did yes has she committed to anything henry henry what telling him the truth his mother okay (laughs) but that was forced upon her sort of i mean she could have left no, the curse. Oh, I think she committed to being Henry's mother before that happened. Uh, yeah, but but she was forced into the role. Just like she was forced into the role being savior. Uh, yeah, but you're right. The conversation about how they Henry thinks they're boring is so funny. Well, because like, she tries to hide it. I know. She's like, ah, ah, ah. She just likes Hook. And then they both realize, like, you're lying. And then she's like, he's 12. He doesn't want to talk about pregnancies. It's not fun. Fair. She's not wrong. <laughs> I was bored listening to... I was like, oh, I don't want to listen to you talk about pregnancies. Also, the look on Charming's face about how offended he is that he's being called boring is hysterical. Because, <laughs> like, Mary Margaret doesn't seem to be that bothered by it. Like, she's, she's just like, like yeah, yeah, okay, it's boring. I did talk about Cradle Cap with a 12-year-old. Yeah. And, and Charming is like, no, I'm cool. He's like the, the, the dad who's just been told that he's not cool. And he's like, I'm cool. <laughs> I am so cool. I'm still hip. And it's clear that that is so important to him that they decide to teach Henry how to drive. And I think, like, Mary Margaret is kind of like, 
It's fine that he thinks we're boring. Yeah. We're his grandparents. We don't need to be cool. And he's like, no, I got, I got to be cool, Dad. Yeah. And then, honestly, this was one of the funnier things. They just let him start driving his truck. Yep. Hijinks ensued. I feel like he didn't even, like, explain how to drive a truck. Well, because he was trying to be cool, Dad. And Regina's reaction. You did what? And Henry... I know. Who's always observant. It's like, this seems like an outsized reaction for the mayor. And Regina kind of like covers up her lie very badly. Actually, though, any adult who heard that a child drove a truck through Main Street could logically have a similar reaction. It's true. No one else in the room did. But although it actually, it makes a lot of sense that Emma would be like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Emma would be the one who wouldn't (laughs) care. And then the only adult who wasn't in the loop at that point was Regina. I feel like they're all doing a very good job of calling each other by their actual na- like name names. Like yeah. everyone calls Hook Killian. Yeah. Uh, Mary Margaret. They use Mary Margaret and David. Yep. Very successful. Well, David's an easy one. Right. I understand that it is also his name, but she calls him Charming always. She does. She does. <laughs> Which is kind of weird. Which, I mean, I guess you could just play that off as a joke. Yeah, actually, Charming yeah. is a nickname anyway, so yeah. yeah. Your grandfather was charming. Um, but Henry's smart and he might figure it out. I, I, smart and like assuming these people are fairy tale characters is like a huge leap. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You're right. But he, he makes that leap before. Yeah, I know. Um. Okay. The B plot. Yeah, Regina and Emma. Yeah. Yeah. I like that Regina talks about how Rumpel was a bully. Because he she believed that he would have just let her drown, even though we all know that he needed her, which means he wasn't gonna I mean drown was metaphorical, but it's the point of like he was going to do whatever it takes to make her succeed. Yeah. But Regina just saw it as you were just bullying me. Yeah. And which I mean, is is one not surprising for how Regina perceived the world when she was younger. Yeah. <laughs> and I I also think I mean she decides to employ a similar method herself. Mm-hmm. And that look on her face when Emma falls, like she's like, oh, fuck. And I think maybe she like realized in that moment that Rumpel also maybe would have felt differently. If, I mean, like, she could have also poofed her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like maybe he would have, he always knew she could do it. Well, and also he knew he needed to push her. And I think she's now accepting that like sometimes yeah. you have to push people out of their comfort zone. Though the best look is the look of disgust on Regina's face when Emma has rebuilt the bridge and all she really wanted her to do was just tie up the ropes back together. But because Emma's so fucking powerful for no damn reason, she can rebuild an entire bridge and she's just like, you gotta be kidding me. The looks of disgust that Regina provides in this episode are great. The first one is when she brings Emma into her vault and tells Emma not to touch anything and Emma immediately touches something. And the way that Regina responds is like exactly how you would respond to like a 10 year old and warranted. But like, (laughs) she's just like, I said, don't touch anything. You are a terrible student. (laughs) So most of the time, Emma acts like her father as we see like in the crib building episode. (laughs) And yet... Right here, she definitely acts just like her mother. Yeah. I told you to not do this thing. And then you didn't. And then you did it anyway. You did it immediately. Then they have that conversation about Hook. 
Um, Emma, yeah, Regina wh- accused the, accuses uh, Emma of like doe eyes and yearning. Was, is Emma like in denial? I don't, I don't understand I, this. I think that, I think, obviously Emma knows that Hook has a thing for her. Like I don't, but I she think maybe she thinks that other people can't see it. But she seemed to act like she wasn't aware of it in this. Yeah, that was confusing. And I'm like, but you, you have to know this. Like he's, he's not even been subtle. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I did like her delivery of I don't yearn. That was kind of funny. Which, fine. <laughs> I mean, it's a lie. <laughs> Regina Regina says, well, maybe. But he does. His is more obvious, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she kissed him in Neverland. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I don't... Well, kissing someone and yearning are not the same. Sure. Yearn, yearn is a very powerful word. Yes. <laughs> but... I don't, as you like to say, she has walls. And I think most people realize that she has a thing for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're just hiding it or thinking about something else or, you know, blah, 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 blah. The thing that I like the most about this interaction between Emma and Regina is the fact that it occurred at all. Emma completely trusts Regina, like 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's like pretty big growth from where they were two seasons ago. It's actually kind of weird. It almost feels too soon, but also after Neverland, it makes sense. I mean, I think that I would, at the end of season two, Regina is willing to die for everyone. Yeah, you put so much value in that, and I simply don't I think don't that is the impetus. why. Because that. in two, three episodes, she went from trying to kill everyone to trying to save everyone. She literally grabbed the trigger I, to kill everyone. Yes, I, I understand that. Do you? Yes. Okay. And then in season, the, what she does at the end of 3A is like... But, like, two was basically, like, she jumped back and forth between murder all of you. Okay, I guess I'll save myself. I'll save you. I was like, that was weird. <laughs> like, literally, the trigger is designed but to kill all of you. she didn't have to do that. What? She could have just let everyone die. Yeah. That's but what Regina would have done. That's what old Regina would have done. When you say old Regina, you mean the Regina Yep, from Regina from two episodes two prior. Two episodes prior, yep. That's right. Like, I guess what I'm saying is that you're treating that as, like, a hard line of, like, she's clearly changed. I'm like... Two episodes ago, she was in murderous, like, gonna kill all of you. Maybe it's just a phase. A, a phase of, of giving up your own life, though, is pretty significant. It's not like I helped you do this thing that's nice. It's like I was willing to die for this. Okay, but if we acknowledge that that's significant, we also have to acknowledge that trying to murder everyone yes, two episodes prior it's, it's is significant. very significant. Completely yeah. agree. Which um, means we're kind of sh- we should be unsure of her without the events of 3A. But Emma, Emma is sure now. Um, and Regina is, it's, it, it was interesting to see this in juxtaposition to Zelina's behavior in the previous episode. Regina fully acknowledges that Emma has more raw, raw power than she does and can do things that she cannot do. And she's not upset about it. Mm, yeah. Well. I mean, she might be a little annoyed, but she's like, when, when Emma uses the mirror to look at, she says, like, Regina says, I cannot use mirror magic between no. realms. But, like, you can, you probably can. Um, and Emma's, like, despite the fact that she kind of just, like, wants to peace out and go back to New York, she's like, yeah, I want to try that. I want to do the magic thing. But I think Regina is mad about it because Emma doesn't appreciate it, which is kind of the point. No, she does say that. Yeah, and that was the point I made a few episodes ago. It's like, everything is just given to her. Like, it, she doesn't have to work for it. Like, most of the time what she has to work for is not rejecting things, but things are kind of just handed to her on her silver platter. 
And she doesn't, she's like unwilling to study. She only wants, she just wants it to work. I don't want to have to read this magic book. I just want to like do it. It's like. And I do, I wish that that had been phrased a little differently. Because I do understand like Emma is not a book learner. And like some people are different sure. kinds of learners. But show me her struggling with the book and then go yeah. that. Also, it, you know what the problem with that is? I remember when Henry wanted to learn how to ride a horse. And Charming said, you have to be patient. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, well, that makes sense because a child isn't patient. <laughs> Emma's 28 fucking years old and has apparently the She's instincts of... She's at least of 29. She's probably 30 now. Henry's 12. Are we so. sure a year has passed? Well, Henry's 12. Yeah, but he wasn't like immediately 11. Like This show well, has... He was 10 when it started. I know, but it could have been like her birthday could have been before his birthday, which means... It the, was her birthday. That day that he grabbed her? Yeah. Okay, I don't know what the time frame passes because, <laughs> like, Neverland was two weeks apparently. Yes, so I know. let's just assume fair, she's twenty nine. Yeah, like her instinct of like this is too hard. Let me do it the easy way is like, come on, savior, you should be better than this. Um, Regina also, so I think maybe like personal growth for her when she sees Ariel and Eric being happy in the mirror, she looks disgusted about it, but she doesn't say anything. Like, I don't think she's like, I wish they were dead. But she's like, ugh, that stupid mermaid. She. <laughs> that she, stupid mermaid that stabbed me in the neck with a fork. What do we call them? <laughs> Sorry, Minnie tried it. Um, it reminds me of when Charming and Snow get back together and they're kissing in Neverland. She's like, what I wouldn't give for a sleeping curse yes. right now. It's that. It's like, ugh, I don't want to yeah. see this garbage. I think it's also making a thing about Robin, which she doesn't want to think about right now. I also love that Emma says, we just checked in on them on Skype. <laughs> I also like, uh, remember we had the conversation about, um, at the Medusa episode, uh -huh. about, well, could Regina be watching them, you know, whenever they're making tacos, for example, and Hook is like, that's kind of inappropriate to be spying on a private moment, because <laughs> we don't know what Ariel and Eric could have been I mean, doing I right there. I think he just says that because he's afraid of what they'll see. But True, but it's also true. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, finally, I should have brought this up earlier when we were talking about the names, I didn't notice this until after they walk out. Emma and Hook walk outside to chat. Hook has his hook behind his back the entire time they are in the loft, so Henry doesn't see it. Yeah. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good episode for Hook. Yeah, good yeah. good Hook episode. Um, okay, anything else before we jump to the A plot? I, the way that you feel about um, Rumpel potentially teaching Emma, I actually had no interest in that, but I think Regina teaching Emma is interesting. Yeah, I think that's great. Especially because they're both moms of Henry, so I think there's a natural connection there. A plot it is. A plot it is. Um, Hook is uh, hanging out with Mr. Smee in Storybrooke. Hanging out? Asking him for a favor. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Another another good line. I will admit this place has its bright spots. I have never tried. I have never tried anything quite like frozen yogurt before. <laughs> same, Smee. Same. I, I would just like Hook to have a motivation that doesn't involve Emma for just once. Oh, same. I mean, the thing that I was saying at the beginning that bothers me, like when he's looking at them in the diner. He, if he was just looking at all of them, because like I think the point of this episode is that Hook doesn't feel worthy of being a hero. Yeah, that's right. Like he doesn't feel worthy of having dinner with those heroes. Mm -hmm. It and like it's also fine that he is like in love with Emma, sure. but that doesn't have to be the only thing. <sighs> hey, it's because of people like you, Captain Swan Shipper, that this shit had to be all about Emma. 
This is your fault, is what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I don't nec- I don't necessarily identify as a Captain Swan shipper. Well, I identify you as a Captain Swan okay. shipper. So, isn't a shipper just someone who wants the relationship to happen? I guess. I'm not an I'm not a ta- I'm not an active Swan shipper. I'm a passive Swan ship Captain Swan shipper. Okay. I would. Are you like googling something so that you can prove me wrong? Uh, yes, I think you know this. <laughs> I think we've established the type of person that I am. What does it mean to ship a relationship? To take interest in or hope for a romantic relationship between fictional characters or famous people, whether or not the romance actually exists. Oh, you know what you actually are? You're a gold queen shipper. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I looked this up. Oh. oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um Emma asks Hook to watch Henry. And of course Hook starts hitting on her. Uh-huh. I do like how supportive he is of her magic. And that he recognizes that this is actually a good idea for Regina to train Emma in magic. Yeah, it's interesting. He seems to be the one that has to talk her into, like, this power is, like, within you. I was there when you blocked Korra. Like, yeah, this he is actually is consistently throughout the entire show very supportive of her magic. And I, like, very appreciate, very much appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of argue a little bit about... Going back to New York. And I think Emma's like, he doesn't, Henry doesn't belong here. And it's like, well, he only doesn't belong here because he doesn't remember. I, I, I guess I just have a hard time respecting someone who's clearly chasing something fake. It just yes. does not make, you know, we've talked about this in the deep dive. Like, you wouldn't want something that you know is fake. Yeah. And what life is she going back to? Her memories are back. Is she going to erase them again? You're just going to keep Henry in this, like, forever fog? I don't, it's weird. Dumb. It's weird. Dumb. Then the Charmings show up with Ariel, who has washed up on shore. Yeah. Um, and every time Hook tells a lie in this episode, you can see his eyes mm-hmm. dying a little bit. Oh, yeah. He does a good job emoting with his eyes. Mm-hmm. He, a little piece of him, like you said earlier, a piece of his soul dies. Yeah. Um, I actually really like the scene where they go into the shop, and he wanders in the back, and he finds his, I don't know what you call it, but... Spyglass. Uh, is it the Spyglass? Mm-hmm. And he's kind of just, like, randomly having fun, and then he notices the... Which is funny, because, like, how did you know? I was like, well, what else would have a crest of Ursula? Yeah. I also, like, Hook is good at finding stuff, even when he's not... Like, he, like, actively doesn't want to find it. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually really just enjoying himself, and was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and then he had to touch it. He well, could have also just not touched it. Maybe they wouldn't have found it. Unlikely. Yeah. Belle, Belle was there. She would have found it. Yeah. Um, I also think he was wondering, what the hell is this doing here? Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, and then follows to the water, and she's so upset. And he's so upset. He feels so, he, like, cannot live with the guilt. He, like, has to tell her. I would give anything to take it back to make things right. And had this scene just been about him owning responsibility to what he'd done, I wouldn't have hated this scene as much. But it's not about that. They have to make it all about his love for Emma Swan. Mm-hmm. Blah. Um, something else that I really liked when Ariel turns into Zelina, Hook's the first words out of Hook's mouth are, Where's Ariel? Yeah. Well, he thinks that Ariel was here earlier and that she just swapped just now. Oh, I did not have I did not She literally says immediately she was never here. Oh, okay. That's okay. why they okay. had the interaction. My th- my first, I jumped to, he thinks that Zelina took her. Which I actually don't, 
How did Selena know this much information about Ariel? That's an excellent question. Like, I couldn't even understand that she knows this stuff about, like, where Ariel is now. Oh, her spies. The monkeys? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. But she knows everything. Like, she knows that Belle and Ariel know each other. She knows that She says she has spies in every realm. And we saw she had monkeys in the real world. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a great answer, but it is the answer they give us. Yeah. Um, yep, and then they make it all about Emma, and he, she, Zelina curses his lips, and then she tells him why, immediately, couldn't we have just, like, had anything, like, any, I'm not even, like, I don't even like this, but I would have liked to, the reason for it to be a mystery for at least one episode. You know what I do like about this thing? He, he quickly calls her bluff. Yeah, I actually, I actually like watching Hook and Zelina go toe to toe. She thinks he's stupid, and yes. he is not stupid. Yeah, and not only is he not stupid, he like walks out her plan. He's like, no, because you would have here, and you would have here, and you would have had the Dark One killer. Which was like, wait a second, the Dark One can't kill Emma. Yeah, that was fascinating that mm-hmm. she can't unleash the Dark One to kill Emma. So I was like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. It, that is interesting. Um, so it's like a little like it's not a throwaway line, but it's like oh, something to keep in mind. And then it was like, he basically says, nope, if you had the ability to do that, you would have done that already. So you can't do it when I know that you're bluffing. And then she doesn't disagree with him. She's just like, oh, yeah, I guess she caught me. And I was like, that was your big play? That he was stupid? Yeah, I don't know. That's a bad play. For her to- If she can figure out all this stuff about Ariel and make this whole plan. Uh, how, uh, yeah. I mean, Hook is smart. Hook is very smart. I just... I'm having a hard time seeing Zelina as this big bad because she seems to get outwitted very easily. Yeah. Like, not just, like, tricked, like, outwitted. Like, Captain Hook, who is not a dumb man by any means, but, like, he just was like, yeah, if you could do that, you would have already done it already. Yeah. Where And also, like, if Rumpelstiltskin were making that threat, you wouldn't even think to question it because you would know he'd have a way. Mm-hmm. I don't buy that Zelina has a second plan. Well, and this plan just seems stupid. Yeah. Kiss Emma and remove her powers... Or everyone she loves dies. What a shitty place for Hook to, to be in currently. After after he's just like unburdened his soul and like realized that he actually does want to be this good person that he's been trying to be. Now he's like carrying around this thing. If he tells Emma about it, she's Delina's gonna kill everyone, which obviously he should still tell Emma. Yeah. But I just and I think, I think he did go to tell everyone. I think that's why he shows up at the loft. He's going to tell them, just like he did with uh, Neil being alive. Oh, I didn't think he was going to tell them. I think He, he said, I, I th- expect them to be here. I think he was going to tell them. That's what he did last time. I think that he was going to tell them exactly what he told Emma. Mm, I, I, like, because Ari- Ariel's gone now. Yeah. Wait. No, I think he was going to say, like, hey, I'm in trouble. Zelina's mm. going to try to kill him. Because that's that's what he has done. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. He could have done both. But I think Emma being there caught him off guard. Yeah. I don't know. It's It, it sucks that it's putting Hook in this, like, dumb position because I feel like the answer is an adult conversation. Though, the point is valid that if she has spies everywhere, you can't. Though, the first person I'm telling you is Regina. Yeah. Fuck if I can't tell them. I'm going to go to Regina and be like, hey, there's a threat against your son. Yeah. Just letting you know. Now, granted, she might put him in a box to make sure he doesn't kiss Emma. But whatever. <laughs> She also might be able to remove the curse. Something. Yeah. 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 Anything else? No, you really did read my face where I was already bored. I mean, I 
liked a lot of things about this episode, but I think I'm just struggling so much with the overall arc of the the season that like there a lot of the scenes are good, a lot of the acting yeah. is good, but like there's just the it's weird. The parts themselves are often funny or interesting, but the sum of it is not making a good dish. I wasn't bored while we were watching no. it. There were parts where I was annoyed, but like yeah. I, the charming subplot was hilarious. Yeah. Hook, I thought, actually had some really good acting and stuff like that. I was disgusted at the whole, like, Zillian and Hook thing because I was like, really? You wasted what was really good character growth. But, yeah, like, the over, like you said, the big plot, I'm just like, you keep telling me everything. Like, we've said this six times now. Like, keep telling me the same thing over and over and over again. I guess the mystery is why does Zelina <laughs> need Emma's magic gone? But that just seems so obvious to me. Yeah, that seems very obvious to me. <laughs> and I know why, because you need to go back in time. Yeah. Because you need a second chance. Because you want everything that Regina had. Because you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, amongst all that, what was your favorite moment? I have two, sort of. I also have two. The Charmings find out they're boring. <laughs> that was a good moment. Just, I like that. I think I like it was their, their opposite reactions where Snow's like, I'm a, I'm a mom. Yeah, I'm boring. It's fine. <laughs> I don't mind that. And Charming's like, how dare you call me boring? Like it, it, it's, and his reaction when they come back to the loft and are like telling the story about he's proud he's like I did that yeah that's the thing he talks about like oh you might want to throw some money at some uh, road work and she's like what and he's just like I did that <laughs> like he's like the, the man who had a midlife crisis and he went to get a motorcycle <laughs> yes yeah. yeah um the number of spells involving baby parts would surprise you. <laughs> it just gives you the heebie-jeebies, doesn't mm, it? Yeah, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your other one? You let him what? <laughs> Regina's reaction is exactly how I would have anticipated that scene to be. She is so appalled. And then she has to walk it back immediately. She's like, um, well, as the mayor, and then like, da-da-da. And Henry's like, but he's, uh, he's also got that giggle, like, on his face where he's just, when they talk about driving, he's kind of like, yeah, it was cool. I, I just thought that. I, I loved, really, all of their yeah, B C plot stuff. I have the, it's not really a moment, but the uh, Emma trusting Regina fully to teach her magic. And their entire energy is, like, Emma's energy, like, not wanting to, not, I'm not being a swan queen shipper. I mean, like, they're, um... Like, Regina is clearly being herself, and Emma is, like, full-on charming. Like, books! I don't do books! <laughs> I am shocked that one of your favorite moments wasn't Emma using the magic here. Oh, it wasn't a, um... I mean, like, uh, like the overall, like, yeah. thing, but I, I think I think I like the scene more for Regina than in <laughs> them together. Um, it wasn't as powerful of a moment. Like, it, it wasn't, like, to save someone other than herself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Most ridiculous. Emma uses magic as one of mine. <laughs> okay. You have more than one. I, I do. One. Um, and the reason more so is that, like, I think part of watching someone succeed is you kind of need to see them fail for it to be interesting. And, like, even in Neverland, we saw her not be able to make the smoke, so then when she finally made the smoke, it was interesting. She just, like, does it. Mm-hmm. I'm falling for my life. Okay, I can build a bridge now. Really? <laughs> um, I only have one. It's not really that it's ridiculous. Um, like, I think it was it was very funny. 
Um, and you, you even said this, the crib, like, yeah. like we can all relate to this situation. And I think like the real most ridiculous thing is how ridiculous instructions for, uh, furniture is. Prince Charming <laughs> and the savior cannot figure out this crib. <laughs> Who is supposed to make this crib? Marco. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Marco. Or, or Regina. Oh Yeah. Yeah, also, absolutely. I don't know. If you don't understand how it goes together, maybe you can't use magic to put it together. Maybe you can have the crib put itself together. Maybe, but I feel like you would have to instruct it. I don't know. Maybe you can enchant the instructions. Well, you tell the instructions. Tell the crib what yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's one clear ridiculous moment to me because it's the only one that broke the law. <laughs> Driving the truck. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Charming yeah. decided that he the was... The sheriff. The sheriff, <laughs> self-appointed sheriff, decided that he is so concerned with being looked at as not boring yeah. that he let his 13-year-old grandson drive his truck and cause damage in town. Yep. Hilarious. Hilarious. And ridiculous. All right. Loser. I don't know who else it could be. Hook. Yeah. I just... I, I struggle to find a second potential answer. Like, it's definitely... For hook. so many reasons. Like, like back in the Enchanted Forest... He, he's just like making wrong choices over and over again for the wrong, all the wrong reasons. Like, I, I think he gets the choice right in the end, but he's not happy. No. He's not happy throughout the entire and it's episode. Just eating him. Yeah. Like, throughout the entire episode. And then he finally does what he, he finally confesses. Yeah. And then it's fucking Selena. And well, then she curses his lips. Well, not only that, so like, he, he gets it right, pays for it. And then they, like, even stepping back, they don't even let him have his own fucking scene about himself and has to turn back into an Emma Swan scene. It's just, like, it's a loss for the character growth. It's a loss for hooking. Like, it just... Loss. Just a huge loss, in my opinion. And and the actor is great in this episode. It's just the character took a huge L, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Winner? I got two and a half? I very reluctantly wrote one. <laughs> is Alina the reluctant winner? Yeah. I, did, I, I didn't know who else was the winner. I struggled. Um, and I think that her plan is stupid, so I, like, reluctantly... <laughs> <laughs> reluctantly wrote her down. But, to be fair, in the confines of this episode, she she fooled everybody. Present company included. <laughs> yeah, Roger's seen this twice before. I know. And, like, right before she turned into Zelina, he was like... Oh, <laughs> I did. I was like, oh shit, that's Selena. Because I was like, Ariel's acting weirdly aggressive. Like, this just doesn't seem like, oh, it's Selena. And you literally, like, took you long enough. And I was like, yep, nope, didn't see that one coming at all. <laughs> well, because she doesn't do anything Selena, like, up until the very end. I know. Um, I also have Selena, kinda. Because... Yeah, I guess she she doesn't actually get anything. She just gets, like, the potential to get something later. But it was her plan. She fooled everyone, including me. Emma? Yeah, I think that's fair. She used mirror oh my magic. Oh, God, Roger chose Emma and I didn't. Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, and then I have my half charming? Because he's not boring. Bingo. <laughs> and Henry, he got to drive a truck. <laughs> it was a weird episode was, for me. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, Charming. I, I, I guess more so he brought so much funny to this episode that I felt like I had to put yeah, it in that's, there. that's fair. And he did. His grandson now wants to hang out with him, yeah. which I think is a big... But it was just... It was ridiculous. You let him drive a truck. Yep. 
Um, Roger and I added one to our count here. Uh, it wasn't explicitly stated as a day's ride, but the Jolly Roger was less than a day away from the tavern that they were at. I think at. he said a day's trek. Yeah. Which did. I think is close trek. enough. It's close enough. Yeah. Um, the sea is less than a day's trek from everywhere, apparently. Which, the only way you should travel is by sea, according to Ariel and Hook. All right. So next time we're going to watch season three, episode 18, Bleeding Through. Literally have no memory of what this episode is about. They summon Korra's ghost. Oh, yeah. Okay. I kind of like that. I kind of like a lot of things about that episode, actually. Um, I don't I don't remember like what the overall arc of the episode is, but I, I, I like several scenes in this episode. This so. is going to be an episode in which I say a lot. This was just out of place. Okay. I think Fair. the idea of summoning Korra is fine. Um, oh, yeah, the flashback. This is Also go- not a bad flashback, but no, just doesn't really make sense. <laughs> but this is going to be the flashback that I'm going to say makes zero sense, I'm pretty sure. And I'm going to say this contradicts a previous episode that makes this show make no sense now. It's that episode. Yeah. And this is the one where I was like, if this actually happened, I have multiple questions about what I know in the past because you've told me other things. Especially regarding Korra's relationship with people we know in the past. Yeah, that's fair. Um, also, I th- I want to say it's Rose McGowan, not Barbara Hershey. Yes. Which is odd because when she died, it was Barbara Hershey. So why are we getting Rose McGowan? I don't know. Why did George Lucas turn Darth Vader into Hayden Christensen after? <laughs> why did he fiddle with 456? Why? What? Or like, why? What are you talking about? Star Wars. I know, but... At the end of Return of the Jedi, when you watch it originally, it's like an old man that is Darth Vader's force ghost. Yeah, because that's who he was when he died. Yeah, but then if you watch a a remastered version, it's Hayden Christensen. But I don't know. I mean, who knows how force growths work? Maybe you can be like, I want to look young. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, well, I bet we'll have a blast talking about this episode. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting to talk about. The one thing I will say, I feel like if you were going to do this, Zelina should have been here, and she's not. Yeah, that's fair. Because this is kind of an integral to her story. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to Rose McGowan, I guess. Oh, 100%. Um, she was great last time we saw She's always her. great. Um, <laughs> the two things that I wrote down. I don't think she speaks though. No, in the in the present. In, no, I don't. We get so. her in the past though. Um, the two things that I wrote down that I'm looking forward to for next week are so inconsequential that I like feel bad about that. The first one is: Will Regina figure out what baby parts are for? I guess that's pretty consequential. That's kind of important. Okay, and the second thing is: Will they assemble the crib? I need to know. <laughs> Will they will they call Marco? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna say this. The number one thing I'm looking forward to, and I will jump into this TV and fight these characters if I don't get more goddamn Robin Hood. Oh yeah. There's no excuse he's not in every episode. Fair. Like, even just passing. He they're like one of the few interesting things for this season, and I didn't get any of it this yeah, time. Yeah, I get that. It's dumb. Um also, I have no idea what Mary Margaret has done this entire season. I feel like she's gonna have something to do in the next episode. Thank gosh. Because I, I honestly don't think she's done anything in 3D. I feel like, no, I think 
I, I can't remember anything off the top of my head, so it sure. clearly wasn't super consequential. But I remember having a conversation a few episodes ago where we were like, at least they've given Mary Margaret more to do this season. It was in the past when she was talking to Regina. The missing year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... that's Which was helpful, good. but we haven't gone back to that since then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but we will in the next episode. Excellent. Um, okay. Well, please be sure to join us next time when we watch Season 3, Episode 18, Bleeding Through. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>